Peace, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Peace Be Still with Katera Renee. I'm your host, Katera. In this episode, I'd like to briefly discuss the importance of understanding and combating mental health stigma. According to Very Well Mind, stigma involves negative attitudes or discrimination against someone based on a distinguishing characteristic that could be a mental illness, a health condition, or a disability. Social stigmas can also be related to other characteristics, including race, gender, religion, sexuality, or culture. For the sake of this week's episode, we will focus on mental health and illness stigmas. I'd like to start by highlighting the simple fact that mental health is just as important as physical health. Unfortunately, stigma has created certain attitudes towards mental illnesses that create the assumption that mental illness isn't real or worse, that it is actually in someone's control. Many people believe that poor mental health is something that people can turn on or off or something that people often over-exaggerate. To me, this is the worst type of stigma that people can have because it really reveals that people assume those with mental illness are lazy or that they're choosing their condition. Those who perpetuate mental health and illness stigma would never think this way or talk this way to people who are obviously physically disabled. It's important to note that all disabilities and all illnesses are not visible. This is extremely harmful because stigma leads to delays in treatment, and it reduces the chances that someone with a mental illness will receive adequate care. If someone is living with an undiagnosed mental illness for a long period of time, they are unable to live up to their fullest potential. All around, stigma is doing those who suffer from mental illness a disservice. For the most part, stigma arises and is prevalent out of fear and lack of understanding, which is completely understandable. 5, 10, or even 15 years ago, a lot of the concepts that we understand and are able to connect now were not even thought of. In fact, they were in the process of being discovered and understood. Because the fields of psychology and psychiatry are relatively young, doctors, scientists, and other mental health workers are constantly unraveling new concepts that coincide with one another. This can be unbelievable to some people and really just not as easily digestible. Reducing stigma and working to understand mental health better requires an open mind. Now, there are many causes of mental health stigma. One of the biggest ones is the stereotype that is attached to illness. For example, many people assume that those who are mentally ill are automatically violent or just unpredictable. 
This stereotype is extremely common and a lot of the times it's untrue. Statistics show that people with mental illness are actually much more likely to be victims of violence than to perpetuate it. I remember for my final paper in my abnormal psychology course, I had to pick a mental illness and write a research paper on it. I chose schizophrenia because it was one that I was not super familiar with. Um, I didn't understand how it affected people and what symptoms went along with it and things like that. In that particular paper, I'm sure I learned a lot about the specifics of schizophrenia and how it affected those who live with it. However, the most shocking thing that I learned that has stuck with me is the fact that people with schizophrenia are much more likely to be physically assaulted and harmed than they are to actually physically assault and harm other people. Like most people, I assume that schizophrenia was just hearing voices in your head and maybe acting upon those voices. So that could mean, and to me, I thought that could mean harming other people because the voice in your head told you to, or harming yourself because the voice in your head told you to. A large part of why I thought that was because of the media's depiction on schizophrenia. So the things I've seen in movies, um, maybe comments I've seen on social media, or had seen, I'm talking past tense. Um, or maybe, you know, blog posts that I've seen, or maybe someone committed a crime and the fact that they were schizophrenic was the highlight of the reasoning behind the crime, things like that. And this is when I really started to realize that stigma was real and extremely misleading. Another cause of mental health stigma is just lack of awareness. As I mentioned before, many people aren't able to digest what certain mental illnesses are and the symptoms that come along with them. According to the National Institute of Mental Health, about one in five American adults or 53 million people live with mental illness. Most of them are unaware. This is because many of us don't take into account the symptoms that go along with certain illnesses or the causes for these certain illnesses or the prevalence for these illnesses, such as family history. Because of this, the idea that they may be mentally ill is not even in their cognitive reach. To them, it's something that is just not possible. It, it would never happen. It's something that's extremely uncommon. So it's rejected. Lastly, as I mentioned before, media portrayals of mental illness is probably the biggest factor in stigma. On social media, on television, on blogs, literally everywhere. Mental health conditions are depicted negatively and are often the cause of a negative outcome. Most of the time, when mental health is highlighted in the media, 
crime or some form of violence is linked to it. Now, that is not to say that many people who do commit crimes and are violent aren't also mentally ill. However, it's important to note that this isn't the only result of illness. When people are committed to misunderstanding and stigmatizing mental health, those who suffer are experiencing a lack of understanding from others and painful invalidation. People who are subjected to stigma are more likely to experience a plethora of issues, such as a reluctance to seek out treatment, delayed treatment, which will ultimately cause morbidity and mortality, social rejection, avoidance, isolation, overall worse well-being, um, harassment, violence or bullying, um, poor quality of life, and overall increased feelings of shame and self-doubt about themselves and about their illness. The most unfortunate thing is that mental health stigma makes it less likely that people will seek treatment or consider seeking treatment. Stigma can leave people feeling stuck and doubting themselves and their abilities to achieve their goals. So there are many ways that we can fight to reduce mental health stigma. Step one is to talk openly about mental health and mental illness. Talking openly and honestly and as normally as possible is key. Talking about your mental health the same way you talk about your physical health will help normalize the concept. Step two is to educate yourself and others. This is one of the main reasons I started the Tara Renee Co. And I'm constantly working to expand so that I can reach a broader audience. I have a Bachelor of Science in Psychology and a minor in Public Health. And psychology is really just the study of the human mind and behavior. Simply put, psychology is the study of human nature and why we do the things that we do. Public health, on the other hand, is a multifaceted concept, but in a nutshell, it's the study of the health of the population as a whole. Mental health stigma is a public health issue because it's detrimental to the population's health. I like to use every platform I can to educate on mental health on wellness and on personal development and the information that I provide is a combination of my personal experience and my education. Lastly, step three is to be conscious of the language that you use. Something that I've been noticing more and more is that people use mental health conditions and illnesses as adjectives to describe people and their unwanted behavior. This is harmful because it confuses people and it creates the idea that certain characteristics or personality traits are tied to certain illnesses and most of the time that's not true.
Stigma surrounding mental health will probably exist for a very long time. However, we can work to eliminate or significantly reduce it by broadening our own and others' education and awareness about mental illness. Furthermore, if you suffer from or believe you may have a mental illness, it's important that you reach out for resources and treatment. That's all for today's episode of Peace, Be Still with Katera Renee. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving a review or even sharing it on your social media if you choose. Just a friendly reminder that in addition to this podcast, I also have a personal blog that focuses on wellness, mental health, and lifestyle. This personal blog is titled A Cup of KK and you can obtain access to this through this episode's description or through my Instagram, which is also linked below. A Cup of KK updates once per month and in the coming weeks there will be some brand new digital content available for purchase.